0: Welcome to Power Talk Podcast, where the talk is interesting, informative, and powerful.
1: Welcome to another podcast with Pastor Paul Chicota and Reverend Matthew DeLeon. How are you doing today, my pastor? Oh, doing really good, Matthew. Good. I love our recording settings. They seem to change every now and again. And oh here, yeah. Here we're I think got a little smaller in our studio. <laughs> yeah, our studio is a little smaller today than normal. <laughs> <laughs> so I take you do more housework on your grounds. yeah basically
0: yeah being that we do our sessions here right out of the house. I've been in the process of uh, doing some. Doing some update, updating some features in my home, I you know, it. as far as some painting and things like that. So, so much
1: needed, right? You just yeah. Any-
0: so it requires moving some furniture around and some things are in the way of our normal whoop to do, you know, that we have for our studio every week. So. Yeah,
1: exactly. I love it, our studio. <laughs> but uh, in any case, my pastor, you, you ministered on uh, four eleven uh, this Sunday on the Holy Spirit. Yes, I like to continue that. Um, I did, there's so much relevance to. Holy Spirit. Yeah, it's funny how we say the term "the Holy Spirit." Yeah, no one says "the Pastor Paul" or "the Matthew." Right, right. It's Pastor Paul or Paul in your case, mm-hmm. and Matthew mine. And I'm only saying that because no one referenced. I said no one. Very few people. Very few people understand that Holy Spirit is a person. Yes, not, not a uh, some something else. He is an individual. Well, he is a person. A period. Person, yes. You
0: know, and what you said is right. Is a lot of people don't understand. You know, a lot of people can accept the fact that he's a person, but they don't really understand the whole concept of there the way it all works. That. Yeah. And uh, he has a divine nature. That's yes. why he is called Holy Spirit. Yes. Uh, he's a divine nature. He's all powerful and he's equal to God, mm. He's, which means he has certain attributes that uh, make him God. Yeah. One, he's omniscient. Yeah. He's all powerful. Yeah. And he's all knowing. Yeah. And so, you know, he, he's. He can be all places at one time. He knows everything. Come on. And yet he holds all the power uh, that our Lord and Savior does. So he's equal to
1: to Jesus himself and the Father God. Amen. I have to start off what you said, Pastor, on Sunday. Mm -hmm. You you mentioned the gifts of the Spirit, and then you mentioned the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit, yes. Uh, You know, this is an
0: interesting thing, because the Scripture tells us in 1 Corinthians 12, verses 8 through 8, 10 we have the nine gifts of the holy spirit that are in operation yes okay this is the gifts that are in operation that you'll find in the church usually yeah and one it's the gift of faith Mm -hmm. and basically these are the three signs and wonders and miracle gifts okay yeah uh these are like the gifts of faith work of miracles Mm -hmm. the gifts of healing yeah but then you have the three works and moves, specific moves of the Holy Spirit. Yes. One is the discerning of spirits. Yes. One is the different kinds of tongues. Yes. And one is interpretation of tongues. Mm-hmm. And then you have the three that are prophetic gifts. Yeah. The word of knowledge, word of wisdom, and gifts of prophecy. And these are the gifts of Holy where the Holy Spirit is at work in our lives, uh, where He works through us to minister through us to others i see and they're the works for ministry Mm. um and so you'll find these a lot within the body of christ yes but then there's also the nine fruits of the holy spirit and then there's also the nine graces of the holy spirit wow and so the reason why this is extremely important is because almost every gift of any kind Mm -hmm. whether it be fruits gifts or graces yes they are all from the Holy, Holy spirit. spirit and the nine graces that we see in second Peter uh, chapter 1 verses 5 through 7 we know that the fruits of the spirit are Galatians 5 verses 23 through 30, 23 mm-hmm. so yeah. um, but it's interesting they come in nine yeah <laughs> of one
1: all all three
0: of them, all three of them come in nines. And so, uh, it, you know, that's not an accident. Does nine bear a significant uh, meaning to it? You know, I'm sure it does. I don't know exactly what that is at the moment. I know a lot of other numbers, but that one there, I, I don't know of any
1: kind ooh, specific. Of, yeah. Kind of odd, don't you think? No, it, you know, it Seven, is. Seven,
0: 12, three, right. two, you know, those are significance. Yes. But nine? But nine. Yeah, I know. Interesting. It, it is interesting, actually. Um, it's, you know, uh, it, I, I don't know exactly. I yeah, don't have a good answer for that
1: one. Holy Spirit, please yeah. tell me. You know <laughs> exactly, but I just think it, it. Going again, going back to our topic, Holy Spirit. You know, think about where our church has come from. Yes. according to Acts chapter two. Yes, do a little history here, and then you look at the church now, mm-hmm. Pastor Paul. Do you see? us getting stronger. You see us have gotten weaker as a whole. Uh In in comparison, when you look at Acts chapter 2, where the Spirit of God hovered as a flame above them, and and they are speaking in different tongues. You know,
0: no, no, you're, you're... you know what I'm saying? And then,
1: fast forward over 2,000 years later, Mm -hmm. here we are as a church overall. Yeah. Are we still moving in Holy Spirit? Are we still allowing Him to move in our church services? Are we still allowing Him to move when we witnessing outside the four mm-hmm. walls of the church? I mean, what do you what do you see?
0: Well, you know, there's there's several different passages in Scripture. One talks about the working in the fullness of the Spirit. Yeah. Uh, there's one being filled with the Spirit. There's yeah. one being baptized in the Spirit. There's one being saved by the Spirit. Yes. Uh, there's one being you know the salvation comes through the spirit of course and in faith by the same spirit. Yes. If you look, each one is is almost pertains to its own level. Mm. Okay. Okay. So when we get saved, we the that's the indwelling work of the Holy Spirit. That's where he comes in. He inhabits the heart. Of the person now, he be, this becomes the temple of the Holy Ghost. Okay, he comes in, he cleanses the heart. Now he has a place where he can abide because he can only abide in a place that's cleansed. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, and so that's that's a lot of times, pretty much where the Holy Spirit is able to get to within a person. Yeah, and that's usually where he stops with most people. Okay, but then there's the then there's the the feeling of the Spirit, the feeling up of the Spirit. This is yeah. where in Acts chapter two they were filled with, with the Spirit. Spirit yeah. Now, the filled with the Spirit, they were already serving the Lord. Yes. they had, Jesus already died and rose again from the grave. They'd already, been, they'd already had the presence of mind to understand their salvation because yeah. they agreed with the death and resurrection of Jesus. The yeah. Holy Spirit resided in them. Yeah. But now they're up there praying, and mm-hmm. there's a whole new level of Holy Spirit now that yeah. as they begin to seek him out yeah. and they begin to pray to the Lord, he Fills them. Mm. Now what does that mean exactly? That means now that once you've accepted him as savior, he's able to move through you. Yeah. He's able to work through you and yeah. through your extremities. This is why we lay hands on people yeah. and they get healed. And so the, the filling up of the Holy Spirit is where the Holy Spirit's able to work through you. Is that called the baptism of the Holy Spirit? Yeah, some call it the baptism of the Holy Spirit. but And in, in the baptism of the Holy Spirit is slightly different, actually. It, mm-hmm. it, comes, with, it, it, it comes with the sign. Mm. You know, this baptism comes with the sign, and that's the speaking of tongues. Mm. But then there's being filled with the Holy Spirit that comes with the works. Wow. And so, again, you know, a lot of, again, you know, a lot of people would... Would beg to differ and argue. I, I get it. But, you know, I know a lot of people that speak in tongues, but they still don't do any works. There's no healings. Right. Necessarily, because they don't understand the depth that they, that they can go. Right. Where when you're filled with the Spirit, He begins to work through you, too. Yeah, because He's leading you. He's leading you. He's leading you. So a lot of people get baptized, and they'll speak in tongues, and they, they're they enamored with the gift of speaking in tongues,
1: because it's a gift. And we see denominations who are stuck on that, by the way. And they're
0: stuck. And don't get me wrong, they'll feel the presence of God now. Yeah. According to Scripture, the speaking in tongues is to what? To edify Edify, and build build up the person that's Mm -hmm. speaking it. Right. So when I speak in an unknown tongue or I speak in tongues, specifically as a prayer language, I begin to be encouraged. I begin to be uplifted. Yeah. But that doesn't mean anything as far as now laying hands on people and Mm -hmm. speaking... No, I need to be filled with yes. the Spirit. Yes. And that's so, So, like I said, the speaking in tongues is the sign.
1: Mm. That
0: the baptism. I'm sorry, the speaking in tongues is the baptism of the Holy Spirit. That's yes. the sign. The sign. And a lot of people never go beyond the sign. This is why right. a lot of, uh, you know, nothing against them because I know so many of them, that are, they're wonderful people. But yes. apostolic churches or what you would call the, the deep, deep Pentecostal type churches. Yes. They really strive for the speaking in tongues. Mm-hmm. Well, they've got the sign and yeah. many of them will speak in tongues at some point. Yeah. And, but yet you don't see a lot of the prophetic or the miracle gifts working. Yes, yes. And the reason is because they're not filled yet. Yeah. So they have to seek out that baptism daily. I don't. Yeah. I am constantly
1: filled. Mm. And you have an understanding of what it means to be filled. I have
0: the understanding of being filled. Yes. And
1: one thing, because I've been, I attend to those churches as well. Um, they'll focus on the gift so much that they overlook salvation, they overlook healing and certain other fundamentals that come with the benefits of being saved.
0: They actually it's funny because they go they go past their basics yeah. to become baptized. Yeah. But then they forget their basics. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. because they still need to get back to the witnessing and stuff that yeah, now that they're in, now that they have the have Holy Spirit and they're baptized mm-hmm. in him. You know, because the baptism allows them to be completely clean. That's why it encourages us. We're getting cleaner. We're getting more yeah, pure. Yeah, This is why if you read in John chapter, uh, is it Matthew chapter 3 or John chapter 3? Matthew th- uh, 3 where John yeah. the Baptist came on the scene. Yes. In Matthew chapter yes. 3, it says mm-hmm. he, he came on the scene and basically says, look, he says, there's one whose sandal straps I'm not even wow. worthy to just strap on my own feet. Wow. In other words, he's greater than I. Mm-hmm. He says, but when he says, I come. And I baptize you in water. The water, right? But he says there's one who's greater than I, whose sandal straps I'm not even worthy to strap on my own feet. He says, yeah. "He when he comes, he will yeah. baptize you in the Spirit and in fire. fire." Well, the Spirit means he's talking about the baptism. That means you have the sign. That means he dwells wow, within you, and wow, he starts. Wow. He starts. He starts encouraging you. You're, you're now becoming more sensitive to the Spirit because you you're praying in that tongue. That's the sign. Yeah. But then he's talking about the
1: fire. Now comes the feeling of the Spirit. And you can see that, Pastor. When you say fire, it means filled. When you Mm -hmm. say water, it means baptized. Yes. And it's interesting. They go, those words, they connect.
0: They connect, but they are
1: different too. They are different. Mm -hmm. But
0: Jesus came to do both. He not came to do just
1: both.
0: one. Right. And John the Baptist made that quite clear that both were coming. He didn't he wow. wasn't a lot of people assume that it was just he was just using a different way of saying it twice. Mm-hmm. No, he wasn't. He was saying two different things. Period. Right, right. But in connection with the same Holy Spirit. Right. You know, um and so we need to be filled too, because mm-hmm. God wants us to lay hands on the sick. Come on, He wants us to believe for the miracle, the miraculous. Yeah, He wants that He wants the signs of the Holy Spirit to be evident in our lives. Yeah, not
1: just the sign of the Holy Spirit in my life. Now, now why is that, Pastor? Why does Jesus? Why is that? Why does Holy Spirit want those signs to be evident in our life? would you
0: say? Because it's the fullness of the Lord being able to minister to people through other types mm. of witness. Mm. It's not just the verbal witness that's important. Yes. Which is, we totally know it's important. Exactly. Because we still have to speak of Jesus yes. and, and share the gospel. Yes, sir. But part of the sharing of that gospel is a recognition of how powerful He truly is.
1: Wow! This
0: is why Jesus says He says, "Okay, if you don't believe the words that I speak, at least at least believe, believe the, the works. works." So if the word
1: isn't enough, what about the, the works? works? So you have the word and the works. Yes, very similar to being filled and being baptized. Yes, wow! They so really the parallel.
0: works are they work in parallel with one another. And so if the word's not enough, this is why I love like a guy like Todd White. He'll speak a lot, but a lot of times people, I've watched several episodes where on online and stuff where the people don't receive it right away necessarily. But then all of a sudden, he'll have a word yeah. to pray over them,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and then all of a sudden they get healed. Right. And that's enough now. Oh, wait a second. What you've been yeah. sharing with me is a real thing. Yeah. Now the work in correlation and in connection with the word comes together. Wow. And this is why you need to be baptized. Yeah,
1: yeah. And you also need to be filled. Failed. Now, it's interesting because Jesus says these works are to, to glorify the Father. Ultimately, that's all it's for is to glorify the Lord. So the works. The works. Not just the word, but the words. Yes. And kind of going back to our question, are, are we seeing that operational in the church overall, would you say, in 2021?
0: No, not at all. No, there's there's far more different types of churches mm-hmm. that excuse or dismiss the work of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. And they do it at all different levels. Yeah. Some it's they believe that it died with the apostles. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, you yes. know, and they and those are basically cessationists. Okay, yeah. cessationists believe that the the miracles and the signs and wonders all died out with the in the apostolic era. Wow, uh, during basically before seventy AD. Basically,
1: wow. what, what 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 faith is that? Well, there isn't.
0: Yeah, it, you know, they have enough. They have the faith to believe in Jesus's salvation. They believe that that's continued. Yeah, but. But it still takes the work of the Holy Spirit to cleanse you. Yes, it does. So there's kind of a contradiction, but at the same time, they don't see it as a contradiction. So they're going to be saved. Mm-hmm. That's why the Lord says that they'll even be saved when He returns. You know that yeah. there'll be many that'll be saved, but yeah. but but there's not going to be a lot of works. That's why He said He's going to try our works. Why will He try? What, try Him by how fire. fire, which is the works. He's going to try the fi- try our works by the very fire. That should reveal the works. And also reveal that we're filled. That we're filled. With the Holy Spirit. And if you're filled, that fire is in correlation to a type of judgment or cor-
1: connection or correction. Wow. And so. Wow. So there should you, be. I'm sorry, you got me thinking about the word, just the term yeah. fire, even in the Old Testament, which meant purification. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and here we are, fire. Yeah, it also means that, but also means the works.
0: Yeah, it means the works. And so you're going to be tried by fire, and yet it's going to be the fire because of the work of the Holy Spirit in you that allows the works to be done. And so, you know, wow. that's why I say a lot of people hang on to mercy when they get saved. No, you already, re- once you've received mercy, you never have to ask for it again. Wow. That's a it's begging for something you don't deserve. That's why I, I'm not a sinner saved by grace no Come on. longer. Come on. I am a person who sinned now saved by grace. Yes. I am no longer associated with a lifestyle of my past. I'm only associated with the lifestyle of Christ now. Exactly. Your identity is in Christ. My identity is in Christ and who he is right now. That's who I should be right now. Exactly. My perfect like him. No, no, it's not talking about perfection. Yeah. It's simply that my life is leading the life that that would please him and that I'd be walking in. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of people say, well, yeah, but you can sin. Well, of course I can sin. Right. That's not what this scripture is talking about. I'm not a right. sinner saved by grace. Right. I still have the ability to sin mm-hmm. or be disobedient. Right. But that's where repentance comes in. Amen but that. that doesn't make me a sinner right. because God literally erased
1: that out of my life. That's right. That's he right. erased it. Now I just learned to lead, a, to lead a life of repentance. Now, it's interesting, going back to Holy Spirit, Jesus operated in the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. during his ministry. Yes, he did. Yes, you know, and so obviously the same expectation falls on our shoulders mm-hmm. to walk in that to walk in Holy Spirit. He
0: lived the life that he expects us to lead. This is why but he he made it quite well known in John chapter sixteen. He says, "Look," he says, "Look, unless I go, he says, the Helper won't come. That's he right. says, but if I go, greater works will you do than those that you've seen even of me do. Basically, yeah, yeah. In fact, I believe he says it. Let me let me read it verbatim because it says it so well. Yeah." In John chapter 16, okay, he said in verse 2, uh, or verse 3, and he says, And these things they will do mm-hmm. to you because they have not known the Father. Okay, but these are the things I told you. Okay, right here. And verse 5, but now I go away. Yeah. So Jesus was talking about, man, when I leave planet earth, yeah, when I go away, yeah, he's saying, Uh, who oh uh, yeah, when I go away to him, the father who sent me, mm-hmm. None of you ask me, where are you going? But because I have said these things to you, sorrow has filled your heart. Nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It is to your advantage that I go away. For if I do not go away, the helper will not come to you. Mm -hmm. The helper is the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. But if I depart, I will send him to you. So, um, and then he goes on to tell you, glorify me, all these things. Therefore, uh, a man, oh yeah, he says right here in verse 13. However, when he, the Holy Spirit has of the, uh, when he, the spirit of truth, has come, he will guide you into all truth. Mm-hmm. So basically, he's going to guide us into all truth. Yeah. And so if Jesus didn't go, we would never be able to live the way he lived. Yeah. The reason is because as long as he's here, Holy Spirit doesn't show up in our lives.
1: I love it. I love it. You got be thinking, when you mention the helper, mm-hmm. these names equate the attitude, the personality mm-hmm. of his character. Yeah. Helper.
0: This is what makes him a person, by the way, because he has a personality. Wow. Without a personality, he wouldn't be a person. He would be he would be a ghost. But he's not, he's an actual
1: person. So his personality is to help. He's a helper. He's he's a truth
0: giver. He speaks
1: truth. He speaks the word. And that right there is so vital because there's a lot of weak people in the church right now who can't identify with helper. Right. He loves. That's right. He comforts. He
0: comforts. And and because he's he's a counselor, he's counselor. He's counselor. So yes, he is a that's what makes him a person, is because like you just said, he has a personality. Only a personality can come from a person in that yeah.
1: way. And these are his attributes. These are his attributes. These are his strengths. This yes. is this is what he came to do. Yes. And yet we see a lot of Christians, Pastor, who are weak. Yes. They they, they lack counsel. Yes. They lack we t- we talked about before. Um there's certain people, even within certain churches, that they look to you for counsel and yet they don't look to the counselor for counseling. Right. That's exactly right. It's interesting. Uh-huh. It's easier to go to Pastor Paul than it is to go to the Holy Spirit. In their mind, but in yeah. actuality, it's reverse. We can go to Holy Spirit any given time. He's a counselor. You,
0: you know what I find is that a lot of people in today's world aren't really going to either. Exactly. You, you know because exactly. you're right though. A lot of people times will seek out a person, and it's not usually even a pastor.
1: It's people that can't give the counseling because they're not led by the Holy Spirit themselves. Yeah. It, it, to some degree, it's people who they want to get their advice from because they know it's going to go with what they believe to begin with.
0: Yeah, that's why I say it's not from the Holy Spirit because it, at least the pastor, if he's led by the Spirit, is yeah. going to also reveal things to them in private mm-hmm. in those counseling sessions Yeah, that are directly from the Holy Spirit. Yeah. And so the Holy Spirit's got to be relied upon in every situation. And you're right. People don't naturally rely on the pastor anymore in a way. They don't rely on the Holy Spirit. Right. Because the Holy Spirit's always going to do one thing. Mm -hmm. Remember, his main goal is to do one thing. And people just do not get this. Talk about that. His only goal is to glorify Jesus, Mm -hmm. the Son. Mm -hmm. That's it. It's to glorify the Son. And where does he Mm. receive his word? Wow from the son exactly the word of god exactly and so when he receives that word he glorifies him and so we so here's the point the reason we don't go to holy spirit is because the holy Spirit's going to always take us back to the written word because that gives us at least an insight into jesus's word for our lives and we might find it's
1: correcting we don't want to hear that sure absolutely no one wants to be corrected Uh no one wants to be convicted like you talked about holy spirit came to also to convict yes that was part of his job, is to convict. And that's ex- that's what it is. It's part of his job. That's part of his job detail, mm-hmm. is to convict people. Now, Pastor, what is conviction, Pastor? For some people who understand conviction, they're new Christians, or maybe they're not even Christians at all listening to this. We said the word conviction. What? How can you explain conviction, would you say? You, you know, the easiest way to say it, I mean, with, it, without spirit,
0: over-spiritualizing it, it yeah. it's just simply the, the Holy Spirit's ability mm-hmm. to tug on our heart based off the word that we know. Yeah. Based off the truths that we know. Yeah. That he can use those when we're about ready to step into a bad position where it could, where we could do wrong. Yeah. Or after we've done something we know better than to do, he can pull on our heartstrings and say, and help us to line it up with the truth that we know and show us where we've done wrong. But it's not to condemn you. He can't condemn you. Wow. That means he can't guilt you. Yeah. Even though conviction can be a type of shame, it's not a—it's not guilt. Yeah. Because guilt is condemnation. And people yes. say, well, what's the real difference? The mm. real difference is this, is that the Holy Spirit reminds you mm-hmm. or reveals to you something you know you've done that you shouldn't do. Mm-hmm. And because it should bring a shame to you, he didn't bring the shame upon you. Yeah. It should be because it's in you that the shame comes. Wow. Well.
1: Wow. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So
0: that's where conviction, it's where you where the Holy Spirit meets what you know to be yeah, true. Yeah. It's where the truth in you right. and the Holy Spirit's able to talk to you and he impacts that truth that's in there. Wow. So if it's in your heart, yeah. he starts touching that truth. He just lit it up. He lit it up. And that's when it should bring either a shame or a what you call a conviction, conviction. to not do it or after you've done it to repent. To repent. And, but he's not going to guilt you because after it's done, Mm -hmm. once he showed you, he goes away. He doesn't deal with it no
1: more. It's interesting. When you say that pastor, I see uh, the twofold, the Holy Spirit working, the the helper warning you. Mm -hmm. And then after, after the fact, if you've sinned, you see the comforter helping you.
0: Well, that's what he wants to do afterwards. That's why he wants you to, he wants wants to tell you is because he wants you to, uh, to comfort you afterwards. He wants you to know, Hey, wow. You repented
1: or you didn't do it. Praise the Lord. Let's go on and let's get stronger. Exactly, and we've heard this before, this is many years ago, but the grace message that allows people to continue to sin and do these things, when you look at, I don't want to get on that topic, no, no. but you see a misunderstanding, a misrepresentation mm-hmm. of the word grace, but when you understand the Holy Spirit, you don't need that. You want. You want. You You don't want to offend the Holy Spirit. You, right. you I mean, want to draw close to you, and like you said before, his job is to glorify Jesus. Right. And in that, that's exactly what he's doing. Mm-hmm. when he's convicting you before or after the sin he's yes. pointing you back to Christ yes hey son hey daughter get your heart right what you did was wrong yes. let's make it right and that's his goal is to point you back to Jesus and i love it because repentance we yeah. know is a change of thinking yes because that's what he brings is repentance that's what it is and
0: that's all he's there for is because he knows that you're thinking wrong come on so why do you need truth truth helps you to think right, right. it's why that's why truth sets us free nothing else does wow Joy doesn't set you free. Right. It's the truth. Peace doesn't set you free. Right. Love doesn't really set you free. Mm -hmm. Now those things can keep you free. Right. That's what people don't know. That's good. That's why they're the fruits of the spirit. If you walk in them, they can keep you free. That's really good. But the thing that will actually set you free is truth. And the Mm -hmm. only reason you need truth is because there's obviously a disconnect between what's right and what's wrong. Right. What's good and what's bad. What's healthy and what's unhealthy. Mm -hmm. And what's conviction and what's condemnation. What's guilt and what's what's innocence. Right. And so what happens is is that truth distinguishes between right and wrong. Yes. And the Holy Spirit's able to say, hey, you know this truth. Or maybe you don't quite know this truth, but he's able to still talk to you because you have that relationship with Wow. Mm-hmm. And what it does is that truth frees you from the thing that maybe you we're touching or gravitating
1: to. It frees you from it. Wow. And you said something. You said relation. That's what the Holy Spirit wants to bring is mm-hmm. relationship. Yes. Is relationship. Uh, kind of uh, going back to what we talked about in the opening this is the message that you brought on the 411, uh April April eleventh. What was your real objective to um, to want to bring to your congregation in presenting this message? I really want them to
0: understand that He's available all the time and that He guides us. Mm-hmm. You know, if you go back to and listen to that message, one of the one of the main thrusts of everything that I'd said was that we have to remember what we have always available to us. Okay. And that's Holy Spirit is always available. Mm -hmm. And if we don't realize that he's available, then we never call upon the one that's going to get us through the situations we live.
1: I love it. This is one of your quotes here. You'll never hear Jesus if the Holy Spirit is not connected with you. Jesus is the word.
0: Uh, You know, I wish more people, I, I wish the church would get this because this is huge for me. We always think, okay, Lord, give me... You know, we always pray to Jesus. There's nothing wrong with that because that's yeah. who we are supposed to yeah. pray to. Yeah. But remember, the word that he gives back to us goes directly in direct line through the Holy Spirit. Mm. Watch what he says. Yeah. Let, let's read this again in yeah. John chapter 16. Yeah. And in verse 4, he says, But these things I told you... That when the time comes, you may remember that I told them to you. So he's trying to Mm. say, look, guys, I'm telling you these. So that way, when that time comes, when the hard time comes, when the situations come that's surrounding my life, because I'm about ready to leave planet Earth Because
1: those those times will come.
0: They're going to come. But I want you to remember what I said. Yes. So I love this. And he says, and these things I did not say to you at the beginning because I was with you. He's saying, I didn't want to tell you yet because it wasn't quite time. You didn't need to know it at the moment. But now I'm getting ready to go. Wow. Now's the moment that you need to know. Wow. I love it. And you know what? That's what I love. You know, Jesus's words are like a fine wine. Mm-hmm. In other words, y- y- you don't partake of it until it's completely full and robust. In other words, until it's until
1: it's uh, matured. Interesting. Exactly. And going on what you're talking about, Jesus knew the season of which to deliver this truth. Even yep. though he was excited, Pastor, I'm, I'm catching something I never caught before. Jesus was anticipating this moment.
0: He was anticipating it.
1: He was excited about telling the disciples for the very first time. Listen and look oh, it.
0: Yeah. No. And and they were. Watch this. Go this is it. where go it. it gets good. He go says. For it. He says. But now I go away to him who sent me, mm. and none of you ask me where are you go going. Away. Yeah. Why? Because they don't care that where he's going. Yeah. It says right here. It says. But because I have said these things to you, sorrow has filled your heart. They're just sorrowful. Yeah. But they don't realize this is the greatest moment to ever happen and hit planet Earth. Because they love Jesus, the man. I understand that. I but, get that. But understand, they did. They thought that their closeness and connection, this is the way people are. We think that if we're close to each other in physical relation, yeah, that's close. Oh, right. I hang out with Matthew. Like, if I hang out with you all the time, oh man, I'm so close to Matthew. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. But remember, you're not the king of the universe. Exactly. I can't get any closer to you than if you were actually living inside of me. And that's what Jesus wanted. This is what Jesus wanted. And they didn't realize, wow, you're going to even be closer if you go. Watch what he says. And he says, but because I've said these things, he says, nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It is to your advantage that I go away. Mm -hmm. This fleshly body's got to leave. For if I do not go away, the helper will not come to you. Mm. But if I depart, I will send him to you. Mm -hmm. And when he has come, he will convict the world of sin and righteousness. righteousness, Okay, and the ruler of this world. I still have many things to say to you, but you cannot bear them now. So I think, what? Okay, so think about this. He's telling them... Mm -hmm. If I go, it's to your advantage. Right. Why? He says, because I actually do have other things that I can't even tell you. Wow. Now think about it. He's going to go away. Well, then tell me before. Look, if you were saying, hey, Paul, I've got some important information I'm going to tell you. Yeah. But I can't. Well, then why did you
1: say anything? Now I
0: can't stop thinking about it. Now I can't stop thinking about it. But he's let he's getting them prepared, he's saying, But guess what? I'm about ready to give it to you. Wow. He says, But you can't deal with it right now while we're face to face. You need to be you need to have that revelation from the inside out instead of the outside in.
1: Wow. And Pastor, they were just days away from this happening. Yes. Talking about the crucifixion, and then after that, waiting ten days until waiting for the gift in the mm-hmm. upper room. Yes. They were just weeks away. From receiving the fullness of what Jesus was talking about in this passage.
0: Yes. And he was going to tell them things that right now from flesh to flesh, man to man. Can't understand it. They couldn't understand it and they couldn't handle it. Right. This is why a lot of times when we talk with people, it's hard for them to get it. But that's Mm. why we call it a seed, right? Right, right. We call the word a seed. We sowed a seed. So we sowed a seed. So what happens? Is it some plant, some some water. water. What's the water? Mm -hmm. It's the The revelation. Yeah, yeah. Some water it. In other words, some bring a revelation to it because the Holy Spirit now is able to take that seed, that word, and work on it. Yes. But who gets the credit? The Lord. The Lord. Always the Lord. And this is what Jesus is saying. He (laughs) says, I'm about ready to. I've been giving you seed, basically, for the last three and a half years. Wow. I've been
1: giving you seed. Wow. But when I go away, I'm going to give you revelation. Now, it's interesting because Jesus understood all this because he had to feel the Holy Spirit. Uh I have a quote here. The Holy Spirit helps us understand God's love, convicts us of sin, protects our minds, and teaches us spiritual truths. Yes. This is his job. Yes. It's
0: funny. It's also, again, his personality. It's his personality. The greatest event to ever take place on planet Earth besides the cross and the resurrection was Jesus sitting at the right hand of the Father. Right. Because for the first time, now Jesus wasn't face to face with man. He's living in man. Wow. Through the work of the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. The Holy Spirit now enters. Now we get to hear Jesus' soft, gentle voice inside of our heart, and he's giving us deep revelations instead of truths only. Yeah. Now these truths are coming to life.
1: Right. This
0: is why the Word of God is living Living. and powerful. On the outside, it's not living and powerful. This is why a lot of people read the Word of God, and they only see, they misinterpret it. Right. But when you have the Holy Spirit and you begin to read the Word of God, all yeah. of a sudden it becomes a revelation.
1: Wow. Now, this explains the reason why you're so passionate. Mm-hmm. Because the Holy Spirit has been depositing in you yes. certain truths and certain revelations that, listen, This, as a church, th- as a whole, they need to get this. They need, need to, to because this. the church has walked away from the Word of God. And yet, they have the word of God
0: sitting in their own home. Yeah. And the reason why they, you got to understand, this is where God's blessed us. We have two words. Mm -hmm. And we have word written. Mm -hmm. We have the logos. Yeah. We have the word rhema. Mm -hmm. We have the revelation revelation of the Mm -hmm. word. Right. We have two words. Wow. But they're the same, but they both have the same consistency. Yeah. And they come from the same source. They come from the same source. And because of that, but reading the word, yeah, brings faith, yeah, because I can hear it. Yeah. So this is why when I read, I, a lot of times I'll read it aloud, and that's because 11. faith comes by hearing, hearing and hearing, hearing by, by the, the word, word of God. God. Why do I want to hear that? Because it's entering into my spirit where the Holy Spirit's at. Mm. So my spirit, man. And the Holy Spirit start connecting that word, and yeah. I get the
1: revelation to come back up. Yeah, the term of the scripture is they bears witness. It bears witness. witness.
0: This is what Jesus was taught about in John chapter eighteen, when he was sitting before Pilate, and he asked him, "So you say that I'm? A, so you say that you're a king, do you?" Uh-huh. And Jesus said, "You are right. You are right in saying so." He said, "In fact, I came to bear witness to the truth. truth. Came to bear witness to the." truth right you see that was the whole purpose right is that jesus lived the very way that he wants us now to live from right this is why when people are really good readers of the word mm-hmm. but they get no revelation and so they start to interpret it based off their mind yeah sure they might get some things right yeah they might get some historical facts right they might get some truths in there right because it's pretty self-evident based off of what they read yeah but you know, want to know why they deny the gifts, a lot of people? Because mm-hmm. they don't believe in the Holy Spirit's work. Wow. You want to know why they don't really speak, everybody speaks in tongues? Because they don't believe in the Holy Spirit's work. You want to know why they don't really experience a move of God in their lives, even though they might feel His presence? Mm -hmm. His presence and a move are two different things. Exactly. Presence means He's there with you. Yes. Move means He's working through you. Wow. And so a lot of people experience the presence. They're like, oh, I felt the Lord. Yeah, you felt the Lord, but does He work through you? Exactly. When was the last time you laid hands on somebody and boom, a healing took place? Exactly. You see, they don't believe in the work of the Holy Spirit. Wow. Wow. There's a lot of different
1: ways to deny Holy Spirit and not even realize it. Wow. I'm going to go to a quote that you have here. Yeah. Denying the conviction of the Holy Spirit will grieve and quench him. Yes. Denying the work of the... Say it one more time. Sure. Denying the conviction... The conviction. ...of the Holy Spirit will grieve and quench him. Yes. Look, the only way the Holy Spirit
0: can get you to stop doing something you shouldn't be doing. And remember, conviction isn't always about right and wrong either. Right, right. Sometimes it's about God's will being done. Yes. Okay? That's so, good. So the Lord That's doesn't good. convict you just of always wrong or wrongdoing exactly. or potentially wrong. Right. Sometimes He convicts because conviction ha- doesn't always have anything to do with wrong. Right. It has to do with the fact that He, ha- you have truth in there yeah. and He's trying to speak to you to do something specific. So it's another way of communicating. It's another way of communicating. That's exactly what it is. Convict- Conviction is a way of commun- There's been wow. times the Lord's convicted me to give like a certain good. amount of money. That's good. And I didn't give it. Yeah. Okay. Well, he didn't condemn me for it. And yeah. I didn't feel guilty. He just says, yeah. son, I told you to give the 20. You missed out. I missed out on the blessing and so did the other
1: person. Right. But, but it was still a conviction. Yeah. Or <clears throat> conviction to get up, you know, son, get up today at seven o'clock. And pray.
0: And pray. So it's a conviction. Now, he's not going to knock me for it. Yeah. He's just saying, no, look, I had a special blessing for you if he would have done it. Yeah. And if I don't, okay, we're going to go on. Yeah. And you know what? Life is good. That's not a major, it's no major sin that I did against God on intentionally, maybe whatever. That's really good. So my point is conviction is anytime that there's a truth in there that it's specific to you. Yes. So when you deny that conviction, though, you do grieve him.
1: Mm. Because
0: even when you miss an opportunity. Yeah. Even if it wasn't what you call sin, right? It still grieves him because the goal of doing what's right is to follow His will.
1: Now, Pastor, before I move on to your, one of your ne- next quotes, how bad is it to really quench or grieve the Holy Spirit? Well, there's
0: the quench of the Holy Spirit. Quenching is basically deals with you know what? Well, sometimes we're just acting out of order, yeah. so He stops moving. Mm. So the quench him is, is a little different than grieving. Okay. Okay, so quench means like, so we could be in, like, let's say we're in a church service. Yeah. And the Holy Spirit wants to keep moving. Let's say the healings are moving. Let's say there's a uh, healings yes. going on. Yes. And But being a pastor, and I feel like I really got to teach. Yeah. I've seen pastors do this. This happens quite often in churches. The Holy Spirit will be saying, no, I want you to continue to lay hands on people. But pastors will stop laying hands and say, no, I got to get this word out. Okay, look, the word is important. I know that. Yeah. I won't ever disagree with that. Yeah, But you don't get to put a time slot on the movement of the Holy Spirit.
1: That's how you quench him.
0: And that's how you quench it. So what will happen is the Holy Whoa. Spirit just
1: stops. Because you stopped him. Because
0: I stopped him. He stops. That's quenching. That quenches it. That just stops the work and the move of the Holy Spirit. But then comes the grieving. This mm. is where he speaks to you personally, and he yeah. might be convicting you of something, yeah. and you didn't follow
1: through on it. That's And more, now that more it, it's
0: grieved him. Yeah, it's kind of like if I told my son, "Look, I said, son, look, I would like for you. I'm going to give you this hundred dollars, mm-hmm. and I want you to go give it to that. I want you to go f- uh, give it to some people that are in need in the church, but yeah. I can't go take it myself. Yeah, okay. I come back later on, and I ask my son." I see him and I say, "Son, so did you get that money to those people that I asked you to take it to?" And he says, "Oh, Dad, I, you know, I, I saw a nice, I saw a nice uh, skateboard, or I saw a nice pair of shoes Ooh, I really liked, and I went and spent it. Mm-hmm. That break my heart that he wouldn't have done the right thing. Yeah. Now, is it really what you call sin? No, I'm not going to get rid of him because sometimes we do things we shouldn't be doing. Yeah. Uh, you know, but he knew better. Yeah. So it grieved me because yeah. I didn't ask him. That wasn't my will for that $100. Exactly. So it grieves me because now I realize I, I may not have another $100 to go give to those people. And now that $100 is stuck in a used pair of shoes, even though they're brand new. Exactly. That we can't get that money from.
1: And I found in my life personally, when I grieve the Holy Spirit, there is a stop in there where I don't hear him for a minute. Mm-hmm. Number one, I got to get my heart right. Repent for that. Yeah, for sure. Repent for that sin. Yeah. But number two... I have to, like I tell my kids about trust. Trust is built in relationship. It's yeah. not automatically given to a person. Right. It's built through relationship right. of a conversation, mm-hmm. of obedience from one to another. Mm, come on. And I feel the same way with Holy Spirit when I grieve Him, Pastor. Yeah. For me, like personally, it's like, oh man, I really messed up. Come on. And I, and it, and I know that it hurts Him. Uh, even though I repent, Pastor, and I get it right, there's still a minute before I hear His voice again. He's mm-hmm. wanting me to see that build that trust up again.
0: Right. And, and and this is why I say there's people need to understand the difference between the quenching and the grieving. Because the grieving is really just the Lord asking you to do something that maybe you didn't follow through on. Yeah. Or maybe you did something you shouldn't have done, too. Yeah. That grieves Him. Yeah. Um, but then there's also the blaspheme of the Holy Spirit. Mm. And that's a little different thing, too. Yeah. The blaspheme is, is a more of an eternal type thing. Yeah. It's where you now... Are on your way to hell you're on you're in hell wow. there is no way to get repentance wow. or forgiveness of sin because wow. you're already you're already in hell mm-hmm. that's a blaspheme of the holy spirit a lot of people think that the blasphemy of the holy spirit is something you can do while you're on planet earth mm-hmm um i would disagree with most people yeah uh I, i've heard a lot of ministers speaking and from what i look at it as i look to it deeply as long as you live and breathe yeah. you always have a right to a chance to get your life right wow i don't care if you've murdered a million people right i don't care if you've been the worst person in the world that's a good point you know and i don't that's care if you've even said i hate the holy spirit i hate him okay well, when the Lord was talking about, you know, if you say that you hate the Holy Spirit, you know, you can say blasphemy. to the Son of blasphemying yeah. the son of, son of Man, but you can't blaspheme the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Well, the Holy Spirit's the one that comes in and does the work in you. Yeah. That's why, because Jesus sits at the throne. Yes. So a lot of times we don't have that understanding, but the Jesus That's sits good. actually at the throne next to the right hand of the Father. That's good. The Holy Spirit's the one that comes in. The moment your body, your your soul enters into, or your spirit man enters into hell. Yeah. Well, that's a blaspheme against the work of the Holy Spirit. Wow! Therefore, it becomes an eternal thing. That's why there's no there's no forgiveness for that. Yeah, you're done. You're done. But while you're on planet Earth, a lot of people assume that that means that on planet Earth there there's a certain level that you can actually blaspheme the Holy Spirit, and there's you there's no way back. Wow. Well, that's, I, I don't think that, I personally don't believe that that's what it means after studying it, looking at it. That's really good. I believe it's more to be an eternal state
1: after you've died, wow. not
0: before you die.
1: That's really good, Pastor, because there's a lot of people believe in that. Like you, I've, I've had people who believe that they blaspheme the Holy Spirit and there's no chance to And there's for no them. chance to come back. Yeah. And that's not true. And, and you could tell, Pastor, they were remorseful for what they said or did. Right. They, they thought that because they grieved him or because they quenched him. That was part of the blasphemy of the Holy right. Spirit. Right, and
0: it's not. There are three different things. All three of them are different. Yeah, that's really good. That's a mm-hmm. good understanding to have. Yes. Yeah, so there's quenching... There's grieving, and mm-hmm. then there's blasphemy. And the blasphemy, like I said, is once you're already left planet Earth and you're in hell, there is no for more forgiveness of your sin. Wow, You're stuck there for eternity. And that's what I believe that Jesus was saying, is that when you blaspheme against the Holy Spirit, in other words, the work of the Holy Spirit yeah. to cleanse you from righteousness, yeah. well, that happens when you're in hell. He can't do it no more. Right. That's an eternal judgment. That's why I say, when you're
1: on Earth, that I don't believe that that's what he was talking about. I love it, Pastor. So, in kind of wrapping this up now, there's also a scripture that says that we are, there's a guaranteed deposit of the Holy Spirit inside of us mm-hmm. that shows that we are the saved. Yes. You, you want to talk about that for a second? Yeah, that,
0: that guarantee means that we look, think, act, and that comes through the fruit of the Spirit. It says this it says, you will they, they will know you by your fruits. fruits. See, that's the guaranteed deposit is that mm. the people can know see the difference in us simply by the fruits in our life. Yeah. Not just the works. The works are great. That's that's the work Th- that reveals the work of the Holy Spirit through yes. us.
1: Yes. But the
0: fruits are the work of God working us out to be yeah. more like Him. Yeah. So when the fruits like the fruits of uh of uh, like what's one of the fruits? Love. Okay. Yeah or joy when people see a joy in my life Mm -hmm. we know that scripture says that joy of the joy of the lord is our strength strength. so joy is a type of strength
1: okay Mm -hmm. so when i have
0: joy that means that i'm strong yeah when i have true joy the whole the spiritual fruit of joy in my life yeah that means i'm not easily rocked because joy fills me
1: yeah
0: um love covers over a multitude of sins that means if you've wronged me. If I have the true love of a God, the agape love, right? Well, what happens? I am very unforgive. I am very forgiving, and I don't hold offenses.
1: Again, Pastor, you're just enlightening again the Holy the Holy Spirit's personality. That's and His attributes. personality. How and how that's wonderful. the guarantee that I have if I accept Him. And going back to blasphemy, this is why. Like I agree with you even mm-hmm. more so. This is why once you're in hell, it's obviously that's done. It's done. But on the earth, according to the fruits of the Spirit, you still have time. I have
0: time. I don't find anywhere in Scripture. It's, look, this is why I'm always a, a firm believer Come in on. one thing. When people take one passage of Scripture and yeah. make a doctrine out of it 99.9% of the time, every time I've ever found something mm. and I've studied it up for myself, right. I found them to be wrong. And So when you use one Scripture yeah. to base a whole belief on there's only one scripture that talks about the blaspheme of the Holy mm-hmm. Spirit to begin with. I know. And people actually, because based off the way we read it. Remember, when we read the Bible, we're reading it based off of first century writing. Right. And so sometimes how it's structured, because it was a limitation on the vocabulary. Yes. On which they talked. Yes. We're having to retranslate it based off of what we believe that they were trying to say. Yes. And so sometimes that retranslation... We get it pretty close. Don't yes. get me wrong. I'm not saying that the word of God is messed up or not. I'm just simply yes. saying is that you've got to really find the heart of God in it. Exactly. you got to really find out what he's really saying in that. Because if you don't, you're going to misread and misinterpret that passage. So mm-hmm. to use one passage to say, oh, I've blasphemed the Holy Spirit. There's no way. Okay, it's the only passage in there that talks right. about that. I would dare say you're probably misinterpreting it. Yeah. And so therefore when I studied it and I yeah. looked at it, yeah, I found that it was talking more on an
1: eternal state right.
0: than a a earthly state.
1: And I love your approach when you read the scriptures too. You actually ask the Lord as you're reading always what's this mean? What is this? Mean? Or we you know so forth. And I think that a lot of people don't understand that. Mm-hmm. And and especially having Holy Spirit helper, comforter with you. In you, reading that with you. He is the best commentary a Christian can have. We have Mm -hmm. commentaries. Yeah. We have commentaries, but the Holy Spirit is by far number one. Yes. And this is why you can go through all these
0: commentaries and they're good, but all they should really do is just kind of of boost the knowledge that you have. And then from there, that knowledge settles inside your heart and your spirit. Come on. Then Holy Spirit comes in and takes and brings the revelation of that knowledge. There it is. Then. Knowledge is good, yeah. but you got to have that revelation knowledge to make it worth its
1: while. And I love it. The Apostle Paul, he was gone at one point for thirteen years. He uh-huh. came back full of revelation. He says, yeah. "No man taught me this. No man taught me this, but the Holy Spirit."
0: And think about it. He's talking about it after he he learned from one of the best, Gamaliel. Uh, yes, I mean he learned from one of the greatest teachers of his time. He, yes, he was. He, he, if there was anybody that went deep into what he believed and felt it was him, book knowledge, he, he could, he could take all of the old Testament, the old Testament law. Yeah. And he knew it all by heart. He's, he was probably one of the most brilliant men of his time. Yeah. And here he is, he's become a Christian. He realized, he even said, he says, but I count all those things that I've learned. Mm-hmm. All is dung. I know. He says, maybe it's, maybe it's cow poop. Yes. <laughs> That's what
1: he's saying. And you know, Paul's debt spent top dollar to have Galilee <clears throat> teach him. Exactly. And so kind of conclusion, Pastor, wrapping it up here. I, I said that a moment ago, but we're going to go wrap it up for reals this time. Yeah. I have a quote here. It says, the Holy Spirit is involved in our salvation. Yes. He is involved in that. How, you, how do you want to close with that, my pastor?
0: look without the work of the holy spirit this is why john made it quite clear in matthew 3. i came and baptized you and this Mm -hmm. is why if you look in scripture ahead you know they talk about john's baptism because a lot of people still believed in john's baptism yeah John made yes. it quite known that, look, your salvation does not hinge on my baptism once Jesus shows up. Mm-hmm. Once Jesus comes upon planet earth and he dies and rises, it, it dies for you and then rises again. Yes. And then sends the helper. Wow the spirit. holy spirit and fire. On. Once he sends that, my baptism means nothing. Mm. He says, "I'm baptizing you with water, yeah. but there's one who's going to bring fire." Yeah. And it's going to work on the inside of you. Yes. I did a baptism that, that that literally says, "Hey, I'm identified with Christ." Your baptism says, "Now, yeah, uh, Christ is now identified with me." Wow. He now identifies with me. Yeah. I am now a Christian. Right. So, therefore, holy spirit does this work and it changes us completely from from going from death to life from the grave to to heaven you know in other words we have access to things that we didn't have we now have a salvation that we didn't have yeah we have a a works within us we have a fruit within us we have the grace of god within we have the gifts in us promises we have promises and covenants and blessings. All these things are works of the Holy Spirit, and it all is the result of our salvation.
1: I love it, my pastor. Would you mind praying for the listener, pastor, to get a revelation of what you're talking about? We've been talking about here Mm -hmm. about the Holy Spirit so he can be prominent and dominant in their lives. Yeah, for sure. Let's do it. Lord, we just pray right now
0: that, God, that we couldn't do this life on our own. We're not that smart, but we know that with you all things are possible. And so that, Lord, when you give us the Holy Spirit, people that are in need and people that we would have never talked to now the Holy Spirit gives us boldness, Lord. People that are hurting and sick, and people that are yes. that are living with the, with some sort of decrepit mm-hmm. ailment or yeah. some sort of ailment, yeah. Lord. When we lay hands on them, Come on. Lord, Your Holy Spirit can do it Come through on. us. Yes, Lord. We know that, Lord, that we have yes. no ability to yes. fix yes. ourselves, yes. but through the fruit of the Spirit there and growing and maturing in those things, yes, God, we can do it there through. Is, the fruit of the Spirit. We know that the graces of the Spirit, that God that will infuse us to be stronger and walk better and to be the kind of man or woman that you Mm. called us to be. Lord, we need your precious Spirit. I pray, God, God, that the church would ask for them. Lord, I just pray, fill your people. And if that's you out there, just begin to yes, ask the Lord, fill yes, me, precious yes, Lord. Fill me, Holy God. Spirit, with your with your presence. Fill me with your yes, Spirit. I don't Jesus want to just be saved. I want to be yes, filled. Jesus. I it want is. to be baptized and filled. I want to be baptized and filled yes. with your fire. Yes, I want you to work through me, and I want the evidence of the Holy Spirit yes, in God. me. Yes, fill me up, Holy Spirit, in Jesus' name. Yes. Just continue to ask that throughout your day and you watch some of you are going to start speaking in tongues yes. some of you are going to lay hands on somebody and you're going to see an instant healing for the yes, first time yes. some of you yes. are going to say things out of your mouth and you're going to be like where did that come from and it might have been just <laughs> yes. the holy spirit using your lips yeah. to speak life and encouragement to yes. someone yes. i just pray father that every listener out there that gets this that god that they just step in to the yes. fulfillment of yes. god's desire for our life yes. and now that Holy Spirit would have his way and his will in our lives. In Jesus'
1: name, amen. Amen. We love you, listener. God bless. God bless.
0: Thank you for joining us today. Power Talk
1: podcast is brought to you by Powerhouse Church. You can find us at fellowship.fm and Spotify. If you would like more information, prayer, or want to contact us, go to powerhousechurch.us.